welcome back to the Mountains in the Sea, where we find the highs and lows of each and every Prince album every other week. I'm Christy. And this is Josh. And we're so glad that you're back with us today. Today, we are talking about more controversy. Not more. We finished. Oh, yes, more. The album last time. But today, we have an extended version, an alternate take, two unreleased songs, and two videos. How on earth could we cover videos in an audio podcast? Well, we're going to talk about it, and then if you want to go and watch it, I'll have links to them on our social media, which I'm going to tell you about right up here at the top. Wow, just knocking it out of the park right up at the beginning. Yeah, that's right. So... You can find us on Facebook, The Mountains in the Sea, a Prince podcast. You can find us on Twitter at TMATS, T-M-A-T-S podcast. Or if you don't do the socials, you can send me an email, podcast at gmail.com, and I'll do my best to send you a link. You will just send them the link. You won't even just do your best. You'll Well, if you'll I have it. the link, occasionally well, in this case, today's episode. That's right. Today, you will most definitely that's right, because share. Links for everything that we're talking about. That's right. Yes. So certainly. Yes. Yeah. Beyond a doubt. Yeah. Exactly. So we're going to start off with the videos. Right. Two official videos shot for singles for this album, uh-huh. which kind of go, I don't know, under the radar. Sure. Like, you sure don't see them broadcast on any, well, is there anyone broadcasting videos <laughs> anymore? I don't, I honestly, I don't even know. I don't know. I think if you want to watch videos now, you go, you to, just go YouTube. to YouTube. Yeah. 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 Well, that's where you could find these. Yeah. Uh, for sure. Starting off with the lead song of the album, the title track. The one and only controversy? That's right. Both of today's videos were filmed in Minneapolis in October of 1981. Unknown location, right? Yeah. Unknown soundstage. Yeah, some soundstage or warehouse or something. Nobody quite knows. But both were directed by Bruce Gowers, and he'd work with Prince again on videos for 1999 Automatic and Let's Pretend We're Married. Mm -hmm. He got his big break with the incredible video for Queen and their epic rock opera, Bohemian Rhapsody. I did not know that he directed the video for Bohemian Rhapsody. Yes. And uh, that led to international recognition mm-hmm. because he had been working in Britain. Um, and that prompted a move to the U.S. Uh, he was active from the early 70s until about 2010 and specialized in awards shows television shows with live elements like American Idol and Dick Clark Live, um, as well as televised music specials and some 350 plus music videos. That's very cool. Yeah. Yeah. So he was, um, uh, he knew what he was doing, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Seems like it. Or he did what he could with the budget and the talent that he was provided. (laughs) That's also fair. Being very fair about it. I love that we list the cast of this video on Prince Vault. Oh, uh-huh. The cast. Prince, Bobby Z, Brown Mark, Des Dickerson, Matt Fink, and Lisa Coleman. Mm-hmm. All and in this video. That's right. And as, this is as, the first as, appearance of Brown Mark in a video. Right, right. I mean, cast, they are. Playing their instruments. Yeah. It's a they're performance per- video. I get, Yeah, it's a performance video, but they're pretending to play their instruments. So I guess it's, they they're are. sort of acting. Yes. You're right. Pretending to sing and pretending this to play their instruments. This is the warm-up for the warm-up for the warm-up for the throat clearing before mm. Purple Rain. Right? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> 
In addition to Bruce Gowers, who I did not look up information about outside of Princeville, and you did, Paul Flattery is listed as a producer, and those are the only two crew members listed on Prince Vault. I don't know, but someone had to go find a large stained glass window somewhere or uh-huh. a or scrim s- or something. Uh-huh, something they could put light behind that would look like a... Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so that's how... This video starts off a wide shot of the stage with this large stained glass window or a scrim Mm -hmm. uh, at the top of the stage. Yeah, I really love that it kind of is this whole controversial sort of, you would normally see a stained glass window in a church. Yeah. And, you know, of course, in the longer version, not in the version that we hear in the video, you get the Lord's Prayer. and Yes. It made sense. Mm -hmm. And then I think it was part of the live show also where Prince liked the idea of standing at the top of that stage and putting his arms out in the stained glass window and Uh it looked like a crucified man also. Um, So there was, you know, as far as like a single prop on a stage, this one served a lot of purposes. Yeah. Especially for an early, this was long before Prince's stage shows became a big performance uh-huh. a big deal right as we say in the business <laughs> <laughs> i love that you see the first person that i saw in the video which i have not watched in a long time was dr fink mm-hmm. in the bottom left corner making very exaggerated head movements to the beat uh-huh. and like looking around like the beats are coming from <laughs> left and right and you know dolby atmos stereo up and down everywhere all around it was a very 80s thing to yeah. do that. Yeah. Delightful. Oh, yeah. Especially with the hair, because uh-huh. the hair, after you whipped your head, you know, by the next downbeat, your hair had caught up, but you were ready to swing your head to the other direction. Uh-huh. So, yeah. Yep. And Prince is hidden right there in plain sight in front of the backlit window with his guitar, because it's so bright, it's difficult to see him until he starts moving. So mm-hmm. it's almost like a nice use of sort of overexposure. Uh-huh. Sure. I don't know if it was intentional, but that's what you it see in the video. Yeah. 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 There was a lot of uh, looking right into the camera mm-hmm. and singing under his messy hair. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. He, uh, it's very much like the route he would take on stage from controversy and into 1999 on a higher platform. The song starts and he kind of casually makes his way down and somehow ends up on the microphone right as Uh lyrics are supposed to start and he starts singing. But yeah, he does do a lot of looking directly into the camera Mm -hmm. for this sort of, it's like a live performance, but there's not a... There's no audience. No audience. You are the audience. You are the singular audience. Yeah, he's performing for the cameras specifically. That's right. Yeah, everybody looks super cool and they're... Very 80s jackets, yep. except for Fink, of course, who's in his. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I don't think uh, Lisa was wearing a jacket, but it seems like everybody else was wearing like a cool 80s jacket. Prince yeah. had the one from the cover. Well, it's the one from the cover, but it's black instead of purple. I thought it was purple. No, it's, I saw black. That's in my notes right here, what I saw. So call me wrong if you must, but I have. You know, he's wearing an outfit similar to the album cover, but the trench coat is black with the silver accent on his right shoulder. Okay. I thought it was purple. Yeah. And uh, Brown Mark's wearing like a tan trench that's the mm-hmm. same style and got the same little metal accent on the shoulder. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're part cyborg. 
and it's hard to hide the cyborg. I will say, despite the fact that I end up arguing with my wife over what color a jacket is, um, here's another reason I don't typically enjoy music videos, because it ignores or covers up parts of the song that I enjoy. And in controversy, Prince's lead vocals is not just a single vocal take. He has a falsetto and a different vocal ranges, and there's multiple vocal tracks that make up the lead vocal right but then when you watch him lip sync it uh-huh. to me it's like oh this is like completely fake <laughs> and i can't get past it oh well okay it just well. looks weird to me so i don't mean to bring us down what 10 minutes into the podcast but <laughs> that's what i don't like about music videos well other than i'm still gonna make you watch them on occasion great <laughs> super um, he's wearing this high-necked shirt, mm-hmm. just like he is on the like a tux, like a like a, a almost un, like a not quite finished tux tuxedo shirt, yeah, adjacent but higher even, mm-hmm. higher neck than that even, and then um, a garter belt and black underwear, and no pants. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's almost like the dirty mind. He's dirty mind from the waist down, uh-huh. and he's nineteen ninety nine from the waist up. <laughs> Yeah. Which makes sense because this is the meat in the middle between those it two. It is between the the dirty mine and 1999 sandwich bread. Mm-hmm. I'd never noticed before either that you can see cameramen standing <laughs> off to the right in shots. Uh, the first time is like at 52 seconds. It's a wide shot of the stage, and on the right side, you can see what I think is an actual cameraman who is shooting from a second perspective and they don't try to hide it or just decided or didn't notice or decided to make it part of the thing. You didn't know what you thought his trench coat was purple. I'm not, I'm not surprised, frankly. (laughs) Uh, Well, speaking of a, somebody shooting from off to the side, there were some shots that were kind of like behind a set piece where you could see the set piece in front. It was almost like a voyeuristic sort of, Mm-hmm. Shot. Where what were those things? White sheets or styrofoam or like a miniature of the Alps? <laughs> Alps miniatures. Yeah. I think that's what I'm going to go with. Okay. Yeah. Alps miniatures. Um, yeah, it was a like we were standing off stage getting to watch the uh-huh. band yeah. not perform. <laughs> what an honor. Mm-hmm. Um, I did want to note that Prince has kind of started his playfulness with the camera here, where everything up to this point seems very, you know, I'm in front of the camera because I have to be, not because I want to be, but like in a minute and nine seconds when he says, I can't understand human curiosity, uh-huh. and he kind of does the crazy cuckoo sign with his index finger and looks at the camera kind of coyly. It's kind of fun. Yeah. You don't really even see Lisa until about a minute and 43 seconds. There's a close-up of her, and then there's maybe one other time that she's there, too, uh, kind of featured. Mm-hmm. The other moment I thought that was kind of nice was the little guitar moment that Prince shares with Brown Mark at two minutes and 40 seconds. It's like the two dudes with their axes, you know. That's A-X-E-S, mm-hmm. not A-X-I-S. They're not doing geometry. No. Um, but they're not chopping wood either. They are not chopping wood either. Yeah. So it's a pretty short video. Yeah. Uh, straightforward. Yeah. No, other than, you know, of course they're lip syncing. But other than that, I couldn't really find an awful lot to complain about for a 1981, probably low budget. Uh-huh. Let's get this done in a day. Yeah. Kind of video. Uh-huh. In fact, 
they did two in this day. Yeah, if they did it all in one day, then they did two in one day. Right. They at least sure. shot it. Yeah. Probably took longer to edit. Of course. But so the song fades out like the single edit, uh-huh. and the video fades to white as yeah. it does. It's kind of this light coming through the, the window. Yeah, which is fun. Yep. Then we have sexuality, which was... We to- do have sexuality. <laughs> it was to promote the single in territories where it was released, Japan, Australia, and I thought this was interesting, West Germany. Mm-hmm. I forget that yeah. there was East and West Germany at this time, because I remember when the Berlin Wall fell, but I always think of Germany as a cohesive country still. Yeah. And that is was not the case. That's right. Yeah. Um, they're on the same set, obviously. Especially yes. if you watch these back to back, you're like, "Oh, they just uh-huh. they they took down the they stained glass rolled window, up that stained glass scrim or whatever it was, uh-huh. and then they put a very 1980s laser. Oh yes, pointed out green laser lights take the place uh-huh. of the stained glass. Again, the coy looks kind of continue. This again is a performance video. You know, mm-hmm. it's not a story. We don't have some woman coming out on stage and flaunting her sexuality no. or wearing a raspberry beret. No. Um, it's just a performance video. But So we get very coy looks again by Prince looking into the camera. The first one when he says, let me take you to another world, let me take you tonight at mm-hmm. 53 seconds. He gives you that look like you are the center of his attention. Mm-hmm. It was a little easier to notice him in his garter belt and undies in this video. Kind of Be- flipped his coat more, he right? He flipped or- his coat more, and he wasn't holding a guitar at That's all true. in this video, which he held a guitar in the controversy video. So yeah. while it was possible to see his you know, hip uh-huh. in the controversy video, you didn't notice it quite as much. And in this one, I guess it makes sense. Sexuality is a little more overt with his... Hey, hey, look at me. I'm only in underwear over here. He's going to let his hips be free. Uh-huh. Do they lie? I don't know. <laughs> but he brought that look back, uh-huh. right? For, you know, we just spent the last, I don't know, 14 years covering Graffiti Bridge. Uh-huh. And in the Tick, Tick, Bang performance in Graffiti Bridge, that whole look came back. Uh-huh. And the Thieves in the Temple video, his yeah. exposed outer hips were yeah. back again. Yeah. So... What comes around goes around. I guess. The hips. <laughs> Could it be that it, this is the first Prince splits in a video oh. at two minutes and 29 seconds? He kind of throws the guitar stand forward and does splits, comes back up right before he says he gets into the speech about we live in a world overrun by tourists. Uh-huh, which he makes tons of fun faces in that For sure. Area. Especially what no flash again. Uh-huh. And he's looking at his hand like, ooh, he's got this very funny, <laughs> funny look on his yes. face. So yeah, yeah. And they, I didn't know too that this was like almost Apple iPod commercial inspiring mm. background color effects yes. that were added post that were pink and made him silhouetted in black. Uh-huh. And it was only for a moment. It wasn't for very long and it happens a few times, but that's what that made me think. I was like, wow, that... Could have been a little bit of inspiration for the iconic iPod ads mm-hmm. in the early 2000s. Right. Yes, I thought that was very, very fun and unusual. Mm-hmm. We get a close-up on Prince as he removes his shirt. That's right. That he, starts, he starts stripping at he the does. end of the video. 
And then yeah. it ends before he can fully get too far. remove his clothing. Yeah, but you're cropped in from you know, yeah. chest up, so you don't even get nary a nip slip no. in the sexuality video. That's right. I think for a Prince video about sexuality, it's about as tame as you could possibly want. That's super fair. I wonder how hard that was for him to do. It was the second video. They was probably tired. That's true. Like, Ready to be done. Are we done? Can I go home now? <laughs> yeah, I've got eight songs to record tonight. That's Let's right. go. I've got <laughs> while we while everybody was taking a break at craft service. Yeah, uh, I wrote I th- two songs. Yeah, exactly. Then we have a alternate version of Let's Work. Yeah, the dance mix. Mm-hmm. Sometimes Long listed version. as extended. X T E N D E D. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, on, where was it? On Ultimate in 2006, mm-hmm. it's listed as Dance Mix, and that's where we got our copy from. Okay. First time that it was released as a digital thing that you could, you know, didn't have to rip from vinyl. Yes, because it did end up on the single as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was a 12-inch mm-hmm. record. Yes. Morse Day is believed to play the drums on the extended portion. Yes, it was officially made the truth okay. on the NPG Music Club website, oh, according right. to Prince Vault. Um, right, right, right. That Morse Days plays drums on the extended part, and that Prince and Morse Day, they would switch drumming duties as the live tape was running. So what you hear during the extended portion is both of them playing drums at different times, which I find a lot of fun to listen to because you cannot tell where one stops and the other begins. Uh-huh. Very, very cool. It seems like a very energetic sort of situation. I could see them both really like having a really good time with that in 1981. Yep. Yeah. Two young guys, good friends, have had some success. Yeah. Kind of helping each other out. Yeah. It's one of the first Prince songs that sampled himself too. One of the first uh-huh. self-referential remixes. Yes. Prince Fault lists. Private Joy, Annie Christian, and Controversy. I think there's another in there, too, that they've overlooked. We can get to that okay. in a minute. Yep. So like I said, it was included for the first time um, on a CD or as a digital download on uh, the Prince collection that was called Ultimate that uh-huh. came out in April of 2006. It was track three on disc two. Okay. Very cool. It's largely the same for mm-hmm. the beginning portion. Now there's extended opening. It's longer. It takes quite a bit longer for the lyrics to come in. Yep. And all that's just done by looping parts of the album version that mm-hmm. were there. Some of it is indistinguishable. Almost sounds like it's was made that way originally and maybe uh-huh. the album version was edited back, but then there are other parts where you can tell they're looping part of the album version to make it longer. Right. So I remember listening to this the first time and thinking the first part of it, I'm like, this is kind of disappointing. Like I could have almost made this myself, Uh you know, with a dual cassette deck (laughs) (laughs) and maybe some high speed dubbing. This could be like a fan thing, but just a lot of it isn't new per se right? uh, for the first half of the song. I did a little timing. So the album version is three minutes and 55 seconds. The dance mix, extended mix, whatever you want to call it, is more than twice as long at eight minutes and five seconds. On the album version, the lyrics start at 48 seconds. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the extended version, minute and 35 seconds. So you get nearly a full minute of loops of music you've heard before. Mm-hmm. You know, 
There was a little squeal at three minutes and three seconds. It was kind of like the uh, Princesaurus Rex that you talked about the last time, but it kind of sounded, it was a little briefer than that and uh, kind of seemed like he was almost mimicking the sound the fingers make when they're moving up and down the guitar, when the the strings kind of squeak. Cool. It sounded like that to me. Yeah. That was fun. I didn't notice really any changes at all from a minute and 35 seconds in this thing to about 342. Mm-hmm. There really were no yeah. changes from the album version. Then the work, all right, we're going to work all night, uh-huh. gets looped yeah. a couple times yeah, a also. Longer. Yeah. yeah. Um, but never fear because the magic starts to happen at about four minutes and 55 seconds uh-huh. at the very end. Let's work. And Prince seems like he's a very frustrated Man, as he urges you to work it. Yeah, it's like forceful, but also breathless. Work it. Work it. Work it. Yeah, it's sort of Jamie Starish uh-huh. in delivery. There is a super fun guitar solo that's completely missing from the album version that mm-hmm. is just excellent. So you yeah, figure consistent and fast. Yeah, yeah, and if you and and feels very freeform, improved. And so if Prince is playing that, then you got to figure, okay, that's the part that Morris is certainly playing guitar, playing uh, drums, drums during that part. Yeah. The sampling kind of starts in here too at five minutes and 20 seconds you can hear the distorted guitars from annie christian the end of annie christian into ronnie talk to russia i think i should say behind when prince is saying work it okay work it work it minutes and 54 seconds behind work it uh-huh. you get till you're crucified right. from annie christian mm-hmm. which is it's really kind of cool that it's mixed in there it's just kind of a cool easter egg almost like if there's mm-hmm. a, like promotion for the album going on here yeah there is the sample from controversy very short one controversy it's six minutes and two seconds and then a crowd cheering yeah. immediately afterwards just before that there were some little backed mass drums too, yeah. which oh, i yeah. thought was interesting yeah and a rare there's not something you've heard in a prince song before i don't think either i don't think so either i went and ran it oh did reverse you reverse just to make sure i wasn't missing something and it was just back mass drums okay uh, something to do something to do (laughs) then we get more extended lyrics and singing by prince which on any extended version that's what you're there for Mm -hmm. sing more buddy at seven minutes he lays out his plans for the work day (laughs) (laughs) or the work night or the work night i'll work you on the floor till you can't sweat no more I'll work you in the street. I'll work your head. I'll work your feet. He's going to give you attention. Yeah, 
I think, is which it is a good. Massage? Partially. <laughs> um, we get a reference to his first single, I'll Work You Until You're Soft and Wet. Yep. And then out of nowhere, on, you know, obviously, Let's Work is maybe, you know, Let's dance, mm-hmm. but also let's work it out, which uh-huh. could mean a few things. But here you get a little bit of explicit lyrics. So uh-huh. close the ears of your, cover the ears of your children as I read them here for you, as only a middle-aged white man can. <laughs> I'll work you until you're soft and wet. My dick and bubble gum are all you get. I thought it said stick. No, you're no. you're quite sure? I'm quite sure. Okay. I think that the lyrics online say stick. Okay. But I do not think that that's what he says, especially if you go and listen to the live versions of Let's Work, where he sings this also. Okay. It may have the same meaning, but what he Uh sings in here is much more direct. (laughs) (laughs) So, and I never really even heard that as a kid listening to this. I just didn't understand what he was saying. Mm Mm-hmm. But I did always laugh at, I'll work you, baby, anywhere, even in the cemetery. I don't care. (laughs) That is a great line. Mm -hmm. That is a great, great line. Yeah. An affirmation of life. That's true. (laughs) Dead people can't hurt you anymore, right? That's right. And they don't care either. So my extra bonus sample reference of other Prince songs here that I did not find mentioned anywhere else happens at 7 minutes and 35 seconds. There's a scream. It's very, very similar to the start of Sexy Dancer. And she's throughout Sexy Dancer, actually. And I'm not sure if it's the first appearance of it or certainly an early appearance of some kind of thunderstorm outro Uh that uh, would be like the staple of the close of a Prince concert forever. Yes. Kind of closes this thing out. An explosive and definitive end. That's right. Yes. (laughs) Which makes sense also. Uh But boy, that's... um, Probably a favorite, favorite, favorite of the early Prince remixes, extended versions. Definitely a peek into what he had in store in the coming 20 years or so as far as remixes and long versions go. Uh Or full versions. Yeah, full versions that would be edited down for the album. Mm -hmm. Then we have... Do Me Baby, the demo. The demo. This was uh, released October 14th, 2021, on the 40th anniversary of Controversy. It was recorded in April 1979. That was so cool. This was Mm -hmm. like not really announced and just kind of showed up and people were like, what? What is this? Uh Uh-huh. And thankfully, um, you know, they do this. I mean, it's cool to release it as a limited edition 7-inch vinyl Mm-hmm. And then a cassette replica. So those are nice things to have. But, you know, what am, am I going to play this cassette? Like, no. if I want to listen to it daily, I'd probably listen to vinyl more often. But thankfully, it was also available for download and streaming. Yes. So I, I commend them for that. Mm-hmm. You had all the choices there. 
So, yeah, this was recorded, you know, like around the time of his second album, long before Controversy came to be. Right. Um, has a very keyboard-sounding drum loop. Sure. To me, almost like a you sit down on your parents' old organ and you play a <laughs> bossa nova beat. And uh-huh. this is almost like what you get. It's uh-huh. something that's canned. Um, and just gave him something to play over to get the uh-huh. idea down. Yeah. Is how I... Get it out. Yeah. yeah. But it does maintain the piano and the bass from the released version. It does, but it doesn't start with that piano flourish that yeah. you associate with Jimmy Baby. Yeah. Very true. And like... You would expect from 1979 Prince Ballads, even though he did have a dirty side to him then. This is much more sweetly sung, like Mm -hmm. a ballad from his self-titled album. Right. Like the the nastiness seems a bit removed, even though the lyrics are the same. Right. Well, and it's definitely, it's of course still a falsetto, but um, less breathless, less intense, Mm -hmm. a little bit faster. Yeah, a little bit faster, still a ballad, but uh-huh. yeah, the, the pacing on it is definitely quicker. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's different cadence to how he sings some of these things. If you listen in a minute and 20 seconds to how he sings, that's all I've been dreaming of and compare it to the album version. Mm-hmm. Uh, the timing of the delivery is far different. Mm-hmm. Um, so certainly the song was worked on and uh, all that stuff is very intentional, right. no doubt. So it's just... It's an amazing insight into here's the, you know, the nugget of the idea that uh-huh. ended up being this song. And I, I would love to see more of these, you know, released. It also struck me listening to it on headphones that, my God, this is a demo from 1979 uh-huh. and it has been preserved and sounds way better than the entire Welcome to America album from 2010 sounds, which some of it is just god awful. Yeah. Uh, and this thing sounds pristine as yes. as cheaply as it seems like it was produced. It still sounds amazing. Right. And you don't hear like limitations or clicking that sounds like it came from a dubbed CD like you do on some of the tracks from Welcome to America. Yeah. I was so impressed by this great use of stereo that he had. Mm-hmm. Enjoyable, so it's less clear which is the lead vocal. There are several okay. vocal yeah. tracks mm-hmm. later, and it's less clear in this version which one's the lead one, which one's the most, yeah. you know, the, dominant. Yeah, but the use of stereo is so incredible for a demo. Yeah, it was very impressive, yeah. and and I wonder if he really thought of it as a demo, or he just you know it's like everything. He's got these ideas; he can do it all himself. So it's just the let me get the idea down, let me get the idea down, uh-huh. and I'll yeah, come back whatever. and reassess, and I'll re-record some other time. But right. it wasn't demoed for anyone. You know, he was already his own producer. So I don't know where that. If it's just the easiest way to refer to it. I don't yeah, know. it does lack the. Spoken part at the end of the album version, the mm-hmm. seduction and, 
you know, are you going to just sit there and watch this kind of thing? Uh, isn't there, even though he does some ad lib singing through the end of the song, there he does not speak to his lover mm-hmm. like he does on the released version. Thought it was an interesting choice for the inflection on the chorus. You can tell mm-hmm. that maybe he he needed something a little more desperate sounding when he went to record this for controversy because this one sounds a little less uh, aching. Give it to me till I just can't take no more. Yeah, it's more of a love song than a uh-huh a than need an song. Yeah. 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 Just interesting. It's interesting how that morphed and the you know, the guitars and the piano and the lyrics stayed pretty much the same, but he he tweaked it and Yep. That it was, was the attitude definitely. Uh-huh. You know, he's developing that still so you get a 2 years more of Prince development. Uh-huh. You know, personally and musically and, you know, this persona that he was building and that shows through. That's almost like this is Prince in 1979 versus him in 1981. Compare these two and you can see where the difference is. Mm-hmm. So we have two unreleased tracks from That's this right. era that we're going to cover here. The first, Broken. An unreleased song, sometimes called Broken, Lonely, and Crying, recorded in spring of 1981 at Prince's Kiowa Trail Home Mm -hmm. Studio, performed occasionally live in March of 1981 at Dirty Mind Tour Dates. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like as a segue after Got a Broken Heart Again Mm -hmm. from Dirty Mind. And if you listen to Got a Broken Heart Again and play Broken after it and kind of put them together, they do kind of seem like a little couplet of... Uh Of songs in a way. Fun. Yeah. So Prince is on all vocals and instruments. Mm -hmm. This track is circulating as an unreleased recording. The one we have is about three minutes long. Yeah. And not bad sound quality either. No, this one's pretty good. Very, very listenable. Mm -hmm. Prince plays all vocals. Or plays all vocals. (laughs) He sings all vocals. He plays all the vocals and he sings all the instruments. That's just how he did it then. Then one day he was like, you know, what if I played the instruments and sang the vocals? <laughs> and that's when his career really turned around. <laughs> it's got a very, very pretty falsetto piano opening. Mm-hmm. You know? It almost kind of starts as a little rockabilly and then moves away from that and mm-hmm. then comes back around to that. Yeah, it definitely goes in a bunch of different directions. I think I called it a ballad at the end of our last episode that we'd be covering some unreleased songs and most of them were ballads. And it was because I was remembering the beginning of the song, uh-huh. but kind of had forgotten all the different directions that yeah. it goes in and it does take you on some turns. So if mm-hmm. you like that in Prince tracks, then this is a good one. Yeah. A real good one. He's got this pretty acapella with an all or nothing message. Till you come back to me, there'll be nothing left to say. Right. (laughs) Oh, Prince. He didn't have many gray areas in Uh, his songs. And then there's like at 30 seconds, his falsetto and finger snaps. Uh huh. um, Real bluesy. Very bluesy. Broken. My heart is broken. 
Yeah, and also very much like the end of Love to the Nines from the Symbol mm-hmm. album. If you listen okay. to how that thing ends with his finger snaps and these beautiful falsetto vocals. Here it's opening this track uh, instead, but it kind of reminded me that about uh, Love to the Nines a little bit. And then the rockabilly returns. The vocals get a little bit buried in this part. Yeah, and that could just be the sound quality of mm-hmm. a copy of a copy of a copy or whatever it is that we have. Right. Uh, but yeah, the drums and piano take off. We get a little soap opera organs in there. Mm-hmm. And then, does he miss the girl, or does he miss her cat? Um, That's what he's talking about, right? Um, I, I don't know what to do until you bring your sweet pussy, bring it home. Um, I mean, he's well, talking I about know. her cat, right? Yeah, he's a big proponent. Uh, I don't know if you remember in Paisley Park going past the kitchen and there was meow mix. Oh, of course. All in the pantry. Sure. So I'm sure you're right there, Christy. Yeah. Very shrewd. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. There's this one dirty little moment here. The rest of it is very like almost fan- family friendly, right? <laughs> uh-huh. And it could be a radio song. And then you get this one line that is a little bit of a shocker. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, but then the, maybe he's an apiarist. And he misses the bees and her honey, you know, because he says that too. From cats to honey. And sweet love. That's right. uh, Candy. Yeah, there you go. Love brain candy. Sweethearts. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. There you go. It just really sounded like he's having a lot of fun uh-huh. He like gets to mumbling kind of lyrics and he he's does. just having a good time well, with it. Every single verse seems to be just have like a couple words change, you know, from lonely to crying. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. And just changing what you need to bring back home to him, whether it be uh-huh. your little kitty cat or yeah. uh, Winnie the Pooh's favorite food uh-huh. uh, or, yeah, or some candy, Valentine's candy. In, in any case, he's going to be. A broken-hearted man alone in misery mm-hmm. until it comes back. That's right. And I've I've heard Prince call out a lot of instruments and songs before. I don't know that I've <laughs> ever hear I've ever heard him call out for symbols. 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 <laughs> which he does here. Yeah. And it gets a proper end. It does. Which I yeah. appreciate. Yeah, like a build-up and a repeat of broken-hearted man alone, broken-hearted man alone, and mm-hmm. yeah. Almost is like a yeah, almost like a nineteen fifties kind of mm-hmm. song. Yes. So very interesting. It's weird that that never never came back. Just sat in the vault. Who knows why? Um, he went in volume, other directions. Volume. Volume. That's yep. fair. 
Then our final song that we're going to talk about today, She's Just a Baby, another unreleased song recorded in early of 1981, thought to be inspired by Susan Moonsey, who was just 16 when she and Prince started dating. Yep. And Prince submitted copyright information for this song in March of 1991, Perhaps because he was in a new relationship with another 16-year-old girl. Yep. 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 I'd say that's not perhaps. I'd say that's exactly (laughs) why. Exactly why. So Prince on all vocals and instruments on this Mm -hmm. one, he also played the vocals and sang all the instruments. Oh, excellent. Great. Another multi-track lead vocal in falsetto, so it's not like just a single take of him singing it's multiple takes of him singing that kind of make this make each verse mm-hmm. um, there's something about old, much older songs calling your girlfriend a baby uh-huh that to me is less creepy squiggy. than yeah. yeah squiggy than anything recorded since like the late 80s and I yeah. don't know why that's not a justification for it um, but even and like even him singing in a falsetto with this it's almost bluesy, country kind uh-huh. of thing. Sure. It makes it more forgivable to well, me. Well, and also to kind of know, okay, yes, yeah, Susan Moonsey was 16 mm-hmm. and he was in his 20s. But that's a bit different of an age disparity than would be later. You know, you're talking about five or eight years as opposed to... You know, 15. Yeah, or more. Right. Um, you know, so that kind of like, all right, so he's talking about how she doesn't know her own mind and how can she be into older men, mm-hmm. you know, it's not really that much older. I mean, if I had a 16-year-old dating a, you know, 24, 25-year-old, I would uh, be concerned. Yeah. But um, it's not really that much of an age difference. It's less concerning than a I think if you one. have someone under the age of 18 dating someone 18 or older, you have the right to be concerned. Yeah, that's fair. At least if you live in Texas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But he does prop her up by saying she's just a baby, but she's my lady. Oh. Boy, he puts a lot of pressure on this, though, because mm-hmm. she is a baby, my lover, my only friend. I'm like, yeah. Ooh, that's a lot of pressure to put on a relationship with such a young person. Well, it would be an all mags in one basket approach that he would take with many uh. of his <laughs> love interests. Yep. Or at least that would be the approach publicly. Yes. Whether or not he kept some eggs behind to put in other <laughs> baskets is up for debate. He had some private baskets. That's right. A small, you know, he wanted some scrambled eggs on the side. Uh. It was interesting that I uh, also read on Prince Vault that even when Prince... Worked on the track further in early 1991 that it was ultimately shelved because he used the same lyrical themes in the morning papers, which Uh I think was your C from the, I think, 
from the Symbol album. I don't remember. I knew that you weren't a fan. Yeah. And that they're right. This it does have very similar. You know. Oh yeah. I'm a mature person, and I'm age is just a number, uh-huh. and you know all that kind of stuff. Okay. But we see an early desire for this faded eternal love. Mm-hmm. I am made of a true love that will never end. You're just setting yourself up. I mean, those are great thoughts, I guess, but um, the only way to go from that starting point is a failure to reach a goal. Uh huh. Right? Yeah. There's a one step at a time approach that could be, you know, let's get to our fourth date. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He didn't seem like he was a very patient man. Let's adopt a cat because I like them. (laughs) Yeah. There you go. Got all this meow mix. Mm -hmm. Let's put it to good use. There's uh, some synths under like the second verse that really conveys some urgency. He really needs people to understand that he's not this lecherous old dude victimizing right. a young lady. And that comes through not only in the lyrics, but in the urgency of these keys and that they really like love one another and should the age difference should be dismissed. Right. His explanation is, she's just in love with me. Yeah. Maybe we should hear from her, <laughs> sir. <laughs> Maybe we should hear from her. Yeah. That'd be good. Okay. Yeah. It's an unreleased song. Yeah. And he almost brought it back, but it still remained unreleased. So mm-hmm. we'll judge it on those merits. Sure. There is another version that I'll link to online that's a bit longer than this one. It has some additional lyrics, but the quality is not nearly as good. So, yeah. And it doesn't really do much different. Right. Yeah. The it's version just... we have is about two minutes and 50 seconds, and uh, it does fade out before there's like another few lines of... Uh-huh. Singing in the yeah, longer, but longer it's version. Sure. More of the same. Right. It doesn't didn't like take a twist at the end no. and say, just kidding, she's nineteen, everything's mm-hmm. fine. Yeah. All right. So that is all that we are going to talk about today. So that means it is time for us to make some selections. We choose a time capsule, something that exemplifies the time at which the material was recorded or when it was released. We choose a C, the low point, the thing that we like the least, and a mountain, the high point. All right. These are my rules, so I go first. They are. Time capsule. Man, those videos, 80s performance videos were hot. Yeah. Prince with his not quite perfect hair, the now iconic trench coat jacket, mm-hmm. the high neck shirt, no pants. It was all very, 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 very 80s. Well, 
um, the drama will be low here because <laughs> I have the very same time capsule. I grouped them both together because yes. they were filmed together, shot together. It's obvious, you know, they weren't seen together necessarily, right. um, especially back then. You knew where they'd be seen, and the sexuality was for, you know, whatever, West Germany. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, but I think also just they were budget affairs, I would say. Sure. You know, we're going to have the space for one day, we're going to shoot two videos, just get up there and perform. And even while Prince is engaging on stage, at times he seems not too sure what to do with himself when there's not a real audience there too. So the dancing by himself and the swinging of the arms (laughs) and this kind of stuff, which became like, you know, crowd pleasers later here was like, just almost like nervous movement. Yeah. Yeah. So seeing that in the videos also is sort of a time capsule to me because this was, you know, on the eve of him becoming Prince as we know and love. Yes. All right. The C, when we have so few things, it makes it difficult to choose. But I guess if I have to choose, I'm going to choose She's Just a Baby because even though I didn't love the morning papers, I prefer that version of a song with the same themes to this one. And if I'm going to listen to one of these two songs, it's going to be the morning papers and not, she's just a baby. Yeah. So I also, I'm the same, same C for me. She's just a baby, not just the themes, but also the little bluesy bordering on country kind of take. I mean, you think of the theme, this could be a country song. Mm-hmm. Real easy. Watch your step there, man. Uh, so, yeah, I'm with you. It's not that I hated it, but it was an easy choice for me out of a handful of songs and videos that we covered today. For sure. Um, and then The Mountain, more Let's Work, sign me up. More Let's Work. That's right. Yeah, um, that was my mountain for the album. Right. And I also thought, especially after the first half of it is a bit of an edit nightmare letdown looping session, the last half more than makes up for it. Sure. And it is definitely in my playlist of favorite Prince long versions, period. No doubt. Excellent. Well, great. Three for three. We agreed on all of them. Wow. This uh, was... Uh, yeah, pins and needles, everybody. Yeah, yeah but we got to go back and look at that controversy video. Purple. Was the coat purple or black? This will be the new internet question that will surround the nation and the world in the coming weeks. <laughs> video from 41 That's years right. ago. Screw that dress. Let's see what color this coat is. <laughs> All right. Well, tell us what we're going to talk about next time. Next time up on the list is a controversy live show. Oh, okay. um, I've got it narrowed down to one of two that we'll cover, but I haven't made a final choice yet because... I'm a distinguished person, and I take my time making these decisions, and I don't take the the the, the responsibility lightly. Excellent. To be honest, great. So that's what we'll be back with in three weeks. That's due right. to some scheduling conflicts uh, we set up front every other week, and ninety eight percent of the time that is the case. So we're gonna have a three week break, and then we'll be back shortly. I promise we won't leave as long as we did over the summer. That was uh, inadvertent and unintentional, but, uh, you know, don't fear. We will be back. That's right. Just put Let's Work on repeat. That's right. I could do that for three weeks. I'd be fine. (laughs) I might be doing that. 
I'm going to go do that now. There we go. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening. We know you make a choice when you listen to us. If you have a friend that is interested in Prince and hasn't yet taken a listen, please do share us with them so that we can grow. And until next time, happy purple listening, friends. Thanks for sticking with us. Oh, talking to the microphone. You can make uh, it. You could. You could make it in our outtakes. This is our okay. youngest child, Ray, who's giggling on the other end. You can probably hear Josh vacuuming in the background. It's very exciting it's here. So in the, exciting in the Norman household. <laughs> Do you know anything about Prince? Tell me what you know about Prince. Oh God, he was a singer. <laughs> he did more than sing yeah i know <laughs> what else did he do do you know what, what instruments he played the guitar uh-huh and uh <laughs> <laughs> that's it that's all you know he played piano and drums and oh yeah we have a freaking painting of him playing the piano how did i not yeah that's that? all right <laughs> I think it's a poster, not a oh, painting, well, but yes, it's very artistic. Same thing. <laughs> I'm sure the, all the fine artists out there will be delighted to hear that you think posters and fine art are the same thing. Totally. Uh-huh. Totally the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, reportedly 26 instruments, something like that. I don't, I don't know. Wow. I mean. That's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. Cool. Okay. Well, okay. Thanks, <laughs> thanks for chatting with me. You're welcome. <laughs> Into the microphone. Try not to speak loudly at the beginning of a sentence and quietly at the end of a sentence. It'll never change. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, I can ask you. You can. And I can apologize. <laughs> Just talk into the microphone. Try and speak in an even volume as best you can. <laughs> All right. You want me to start? Or do you want to start? I started the last one. Okay. Start this one.